This week's question is all about how to balance your work life with your professional life. Hello and welcome to episode 218 of the Working With podcast, a podcast to answer all your questions about productivity, time management, self-development and goal planning. My name is Carl Pauline and I am your host for this show. Now I'm sure you've heard of work-life balance and how this is the goal for living a balanced life. Well, is it? Does trying to balance your personal and work life really give you a balanced life? You see, if you place hard barriers between your personal and professional life, you create an unnatural barrier to living life on your terms. If you're up against a tight deadline and you have a very important meeting the next day, what will you be thinking about as you sit on the sofa with your family in the evening? You won't be thinking about your family. Your mind is going to be on that important meeting that begins in 10 hours time. But because you have a hard rule that states after 6pm you do not do work, you are now causing yourself a lot of unnecessary stress. The better thing for you to do is to excuse yourself for the evening Go to a quiet room and prepare for your meeting. You'll feel a lot better, be much more in tune with your needs and you can make it up to your family the next day by taking them out to dinner somewhere nice. A lot of our time management and productivity problems comes from trying to box ourselves in when if you give yourself greater freedom, you'd be a lot happier, less stressed and considerably less overwhelmed. Now, before we get to this week's question, if you would like to receive all my weekly content, including this podcast, as well as my blog posts and YouTube videos in one place, then subscribe to my weekly newsletter. It's completely free and each week you get a productivity tip, plus get to see what I'm reading and watching. This newsletter is a great productivity and time management resource for your weekend reading. The link to join the newsletter is in the show notes. Okay, on with the show and that means it's time for me now to hand you over to the mystery podcast voice for this week's question. This week's question comes from Anna. Anna asks, Hi Carl. What do you think of work-life balance? I'm really struggling with this. I have two teenage boys and a full-time job. I worry that I'm not able to spend enough time with my boys. Do you have any tips on having a better work-life balance? Hi, Anna. Thank you for your question. There is a lot written about work-life balance and it certainly used to be possible. Back in the day when we worked shifts in a factory where the only action we needed to take was to put widgets on a device, it was easy to leave work behind when we clocked out for the day. We were not coming up with solutions to problems that came th up throughout the day. 
But most of us do not work that way anymore. That kind of work has been farmed out to machines and robots. We've moved into an age where our physical labours are less in demand and our mental abilities have become the in-demand skill. The great thing about using our physical skills and labour is we can turn off at the end of the day. The only thing we need to worry about is where do we need to be tomorrow? Being employed for our mental skills means it's a lot harder to turn off at the end of the day. You can still be working on a client's problems while driving home from the office. It's much harder to turn off at the end of the day. We also live in a very connected world. I have clients who live in California and manage teams in Asia and Europe. There's a 17-hour time difference between Seoul and San Francisco. How do you do one-on-one -on -one team meetings with that time difference and maintain a work-life balance? The solution is in something called work-life integration. Rather than seeing our work and personal life as two entirely different things, we combine the two. Now, anyone who runs their own business will likely already be living a work-life integrated life. It's a necessary part of building a business. As a business owner, you can't simply turn off at the end of the workday. You will be constantly coming up with ideas, dealing with customers at all times of the day and having to do admin and other such tasks late into the evening. So how does work-life integration work? Well, the first step is to see your day as a whole rather than split into work and home. This means if one of your boys is playing in a school rugby match on a Wednesday afternoon and he wants you to come and watch him, you schedule the match in your calendar like you would schedule a business meeting. Now, because you spent three hours watching your son play rugby, you can catch up with your work later that evening, say between 7 and 10. To your son, it was far more important to him that you were there at his rugby match rather than skipping the rugby match and sitting down in the evening watching TV with him. It's being there in the moment when it matters that counts, not going through the motions believing you are doing the right thing every evening. Now, I accept not everyone can take a Wednesday afternoon off to watch their kid play sport. But the way we work is shifting towards this more flexible way of working. Knowledge work doesn't naturally confirm to strict timelines anyway. If we take the team leader in California, she is going to have to do meetings in the early morning or late at night if she wants to communicate with her whole team anyway. So let's say our team leader wants a weekly team get-together to review current and future projects. She might schedule a meeting at 11pm for her. That would be 4pm for her team in Asia and 8am for her European team. This is one hour per week where she gets the chance to communicate with her team as a whole. She, should, she could schedule a later start to her day the next day or another day to compensate for the late time for the meeting. There are endless possibilities to reclaim the time back. An alternative approach is to split your days. Now, this has worked for me, but it is not for the faint-hearted. I live in the Far East. My clients are either in Europe or North America. My clients are active late at night and early mornings in my time zone. So all my coaching calls are scheduled for either morning or evening. 
My afternoons are quiet. I, I rarely get email and I have no coaching calls. So I do my errands and exercise in the afternoons. I take our dog for a walk with my wife and do any shopping that needs doing. Now, for most of my working life, I have worked split shifts. I began in the hotel industry and I regularly did the morning and evening shift, getting the afternoons off as a break. Then when I came to Korea, I taught English for 15 years where my classes were both early morning and evening classes. So taking a break in the afternoon somehow feels natural to me. The key to work-life integration is to do what needs doing in the moment. If you have a young child that needs your help with their homework in the afternoon, then you stop working and help them with their homework. When your child, children are on half-term break, with a work-life integrated approach, you will free up your calendar as much as possible to spend time with them. When they return to school, you can make up the time on your work projects or do any time-sensitive work in the evenings when your kids are in bed or playing video games. I follow a lot of successful entrepreneurs and read many biographies on tremendously successful people. People like Gary Vaynerchuk and Michael Dell will always be at home for their family dinner in the evenings so they can spend quality time with their families. After dinner, when their kids are in bed, they will do some more work. I remember seeing a video on how Casey Neistat manages his day. Now, Casey Neistat is a very successful YouTuber and creator. He's an incredible storyteller. He's also a bit of a workaholic. He's a runner too, and running every day is a non-negotiable part of his life. So he wakes up early, does his run, returns home for breakfast with his family, then goes to the office and spends most of his day there. He'll return in the evenings to spend time with his wife and child and at 11pm he will work on editing his videos until 1am. Now, while Casey works a lot, he still gets five to six hours a day quality time with his family. He is totally present when he is with them. Knowing he has another two-hour block later in the evening allows him the freedom to forget work for the five hours or so when he's with his family. People trying a work-life balance approach might be there in person, but they are mentally worrying about all the work that's piling up because they will not allow themselves a couple of hours to get on top of it. Now, there will be times when your work is busy. You need to spend more time on your work life than your personal life. I work weekends and so I try and take Wednesdays off. It doesn't always happen. If I'm putting together a new course or preparing for a seminar, I will use that day for recording or preparation. But on those days I do take off, I will make sure my wife and I do something special. This week, we're going to Seoul, about a three-hour drive away, to have dinner with my parents-in-law and get our dog's hair cut. My wife only trusts a specific dog hairdresser in Seoul. This means we have six hours of driving time for conversation and I get a few hours of doing errands in the big city. It's pure family time. We will get home around 10pm and I will go to my office and spend an hour or two doing a little admin, responding to my emails and planning the next day. I've still had well over 10 hours of quality family time and got my most important work done for that day. So Anna, 
don't try and live a work-life balance. You won't be able to do it and will cause you unnecessary stress. Instead, live a work-life integrated life. This way, you will always be there for your boys when they need you, and when they don't, you can return to do some work. The sense of freedom you have when you do this will bring you a lot more happiness. Thank you, Anna, for the question, and thank you to you too for listening. It just remains for me now to wish you all a very, very productive week. <laughs>